in providing the ad channels a level playing field on, on how to uh, approach that user and provide the, the, the most relevant ad to that user. And that has not been the case until now. So we got ATT from Apple last year in iOS 14.5. And this year we have Privacy Sandbox for Android. Ad IDs are clearly an endangered species. What does that mean for ad tech companies? What changes, what stays the same and how will it impact mobile app publishers and marketers? To chat about it, we've got Yevgeny Perez from IronSource. Yevgeny, welcome to Growth Masterminds. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, great to be here. Hey, awesome to have you. Let's start here. Super general question. Uh, we've had uh, privacy sandbox for Android for a couple of weeks now. What are your overall feelings, your first impressions? Generally, uh, I think the, the, the sentiment is very positive. No, I, I, th I think uh, the, the, the difference here is, uh, you know, obviously there's, uh, it's, it's kind of easier uh, being second to do such a change. Uh, so I guess Google has, uh, has learned a lot for the last two years and how the market uh, reacted and, and what uh, challenges uh, were in, in, in delivering and how it was delivered and how the tech works. Uh, and I think uh, in, in this time, I think uh, the way, you know, the burning privacy challenges are being addressed, um, uh, whether it's how the conversation goes around and how the tech uh, is designed around this is, is definitely, uh, uh, I want to say, more uh, less disruptive and more uh, positive uh, with privacy in mind and also in, uh, with, with the marketers in mind. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely an interesting and, and different approach uh, in, in, within this proposal. It is an interesting difference, right? I mean, when Apple launched it, it was kind of a hurry up offense. There was a bit of grace time given when Apple saw the ecosystem was not even close to being ready. And Google did get, it's kind of like a cheat sheet, right? <laughs> they saw what happened. They saw how that rollout went. They saw the impact, by the way. They saw the impact that all of a sudden advertising became more popular on Android because you could still track it there. And it went down on iOS. So they, they kind of had a cheat sheet of what to do, what not to do, maybe what to build, what not to build. Let's start here. Um, the ad ID deprecation for Android is two years away. Is that so long that we shouldn't even think about it right now, or is it something that we need to start prepping for right now? Yeah, I think uh, until this point in time, uh, even 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 before ATT was introduced, the platforms were a bit different. Uh, Those similar, and they relied on this um, you know, device level advertising identifier. Here, what well, while well, the timeline is. Is, is two years out, um, it's hundred percent clear what will happen with the identifier, which was not the case exactly with IDFA. So there's a lot of noise around what will be the ATT opt-in rates, what will be the impact of each, uh, platform on each, uh, marketer here. It's pretty clear. Um, uh, you know, IDFA is still, it's still here and in a different, uh, shape and form and within uh, this proposal, it's completely out, uh, the GID, um, and two years is not a lot of fun. Uh, and I think with how, you know, how the, the proposal is built and how it's being rolled out with the participation of, you know, of, of the, of the ecosystem, I think, uh, it's definitely a good time to start, um, 
you know, uh, thinking uh, this through and, and collaborating on how this will become uh, uh, a standard that actually uh, works. Um, so definitely, definitely a good time to start uh, start uh, just reading the documentation, which is it's pretty long. It is pretty long. It's pretty involved. I'm doing a series on a deep dive into kind of four major chunks of it. I'm I'm sort of halfway through. I will say one thing that if history is any indicator, most people will avoid doing anything about it <laughs> until it's very late in the day, maybe too late, and then finally get all super busy and maybe kind of uh, not be able to implement very well. Let's... Um, dive into some of the key changes. Uh, we see topics, we see Fledge. How do those technologies change mobile ad networks? Both of these uh, kind of approaches or solutions are um, providing something to the, the general ecosystem, I think, to, uh, you know, the, the ad networks, the mediation platforms, uh, the MMPs, how exactly the, the, the dots connect? I think the um, specifically when we break it, we break it down, topics um, provide something to each ad player, um, uh, which is um, this uh, insight on what are the topics that that specific user is generated without the, while, while preserving the user's privacy in a way that uh, you can can really uh, connect the dots across apps and and and. and figure out who that user is um, uh, and it improvises the ad channels a level playing field on, on how to uh, approach that user and provide the, the, the most uh, uh, relevant ad to that user. And uh, that has not been the case until now. I think until this proposal was out there, each ad platform was trying to, uh, to, to gain those insights. Uh, um, uh, or similar insights in, in different uh, ways, and, and it resulted in different user experiences out there. Uh, and, and Pledge actually is is, is pretty interesting. Um, retargeting in general uh, is something that has not been fully adopted ever uh, for most marketers uh, for many reasons. And uh, uh, I guess one reason is how complex it is to maintain uh, the processes of, of defining the audiences and, and, and managing this kind of data is creating, populating those audiences and also, uh, providing those audiences, uh, to the marketing channels. So this had to move from clients to servers and back to other servers and other MVPs and back to same users. And there was a lot of, uh, GIDs floating around. Um, so it was somewhat complex and also it, it included the, 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 the risk of what will those audiences, um, uh, what, what will be done, uh, with those audiences and can that be used against the users or against the, the app developers themselves? So many ended up not really utilizing that, uh, marketing approach mm -hmm. and Fletch introduces, um, uh, something that I think addresses, uh, the bigger challenges with how retargeting used to work while preserving privacy. And I think it kind of introduces an opportunity, uh, because it makes it somewhat easier to be app developer itself, definitely less riskier. Um, and it, and it puts, uh, puts the heavy lifting on, on the, the marketing challenge to support that. But if, if the dots, uh, 
connect at the end of the day, a user that is engaging with, with a certain element within an app and that the app developer will like to retarget that user with a certain ad, uh, pretty much everything is happening on the device itself. Um, and, uh, I would say it's somewhat easier to implement on the app developer side. And an opportunity on legend topics, again, it's, it's just, uh, uh, something that, uh, is, is great for the users, for the app developers and for the marketing channels, just in setting a new standard uh, out there. That's really interesting. That's a, a new take on, on Fledge, which is about retargeting, um, that I haven't seen before that, Hey, it actually makes it easier. Uh, it actually kind of makes it, um, kind of part of the OS in a sense, and something that marketers can do more as a matter of course. In terms of targeting, I, I think you'd probably have to say that topics uh, make it harder. You did say that, look, now there's kind of this, I don't want to say level playing field, but there's this kind of single way, at least within this privacy sandbox framework for ad networks and ad tech companies to do targeting, to get the right ad to the right person at the right time. How does topics change mediation? I think it's early to say, um, in general, I think for, for mediation, uh, and, and perhaps other, uh, players out there that, that this, this proposal, uh, introduces the opportunities, uh, that might unlock, uh, that very much depending on how the, uh, the proposal will, will uh, will end up looking at it like, but, um, the role of, of of how the mediation platform itself um, participates in this um, introduces actually a, a lot more uh, potential value to the app developer that is integrating that platform in the context of topics and in and, and the context of the of pledge as well. Um, and also in the context of how exactly our ads delivered uh, um, in this uh, new uh, paradigm, uh, but it, it is early to say for sure. It is going to be super interesting to see how the mediation platforms um, use this, work with this, and how they differentiate themselves in this. Maybe put yourself into a marketer's shoes from a mobile user growth professional. What changes with Privacy Sandbox? It's hard to judge it. Um, there, there's one thing that I assume is that the... the the proposal will uh, evolve into something, uh, uh, that uh, as part of the process of how it's being rolled out, it will facilitate the conversation and can, and create these, uh, I want to say methodologies and tools to, to address it. Uh, but I also assume that, um, uh, within those years, things will change in general around, uh, how marketers address, uh, these new paradigms that are. Um, you know, it's official, you, you cannot, uh, use the, the device identifiers anymore. They're not going to be available. You need to, you need to start prepping up. Um, and, um, in a sense, um, you know, obviously the, the privacy handle is different than, than, than how ATP and scan, uh, works, uh, but, uh, there, there is some similarity there. And, uh, I think I also assume that in, within those two years, ATP and scan will evolve as well. The bottom line, I think that with how specifically privacy sandbox works, um, there is no disruption to the end user in terms of the, the user experience, the ad user experience, 
I would like to even say that actually ads will become more relevant to a certain extent. And there's um, significantly uh, uh, less disruption to almost no disruption to some of how uh, the, the current tech works mm -hmm. in terms of how uh, attribution works, how post and zone measurement works. It is different, but it's much closer to how the platforms are, are used to today. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely there's going to be some, some, some uh, learning to be done and, and methodology and tools will evolve, but I think the, um, you know, the, the, the there's, there's, uh, I'm very optimistic on how this, uh, actually makes it more, uh, um, easier to consume this type of solution, this type of approach to the average market. Yeah. There does seem to be some bias in topics to scale, to scale of perhaps SDKs, uh, perhaps apps, perhaps ad tech companies that are in more apps and therefore can set more topics and other things like that. Do you see that as well? Actually, I'm not sure. I, uh, I, am uh, not sure at all. I think I, I, uh, you know, uh, Google at the end of the day is, is, is you know, a big part of their business is the advertising business. And it's very clear to see that they're approaching it, uh, from, from this angle as well. Um, and, uh, I'm, I'm less concerned about, uh, um, that, uh, at the end of the day, there are not, uh, you know, there, there aren't that many big platforms out there that, that have this, this kind of reach, but I'm not concerned about, uh, how exactly topics will be utilized differently mm -hmm. between the platforms because at the end of the day, I think the industry will evolve um, with this new um, uh, tool available. Uh, and and, and if, it, if it is an issue, I think it will be it will be raised in the next couple of years and how this proposal is rolled out. There certainly seems to be a feeling in the community that this is not as big a deal as ATT was on iOS. Your thoughts? I understand the sentiment, uh, but it's something that, you know, they have, you know, just like you said earlier, they have the, the, the time to, they have the cheat sheet. And so they, I assume they have the time to, to learn and approach this in a different way. And, and the fact that it's just less disruptive, uh, um, takes, uh, uh, takes on the same challenges and a different approach. Um, and I believe in, in some cases solves them much better. Um, I think it's something that I, I, I assume that will also impact um, Apple's approach to this as well, but definitely I, I can understand the sentiment, but don't forget that people were talking about it for two years. So it's easier for them, you know, the, 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 but the bomb was already dropped two years on, on how privacy. <laughs> Yes, it was. And I, I, I'm also interested. I think that uh, given that Apple now has a chance to see how Google's done it, I have a hard time believing that won't impact the future uh, roadmap for SK Ad Network and, and what they might add there, uh, in addition to the feedback they've received from the ecosystem about what might be missing. Let's turn to one of the other major technologies in Privacy Sandbox for Android, and that is SDK Runtime, which is a pretty novel idea 
at least in terms of SDKs for mobile apps, but it's something that we've seen elsewhere in computing paradigms, right? Uh, putting things in a box, <laughs> sandboxing them. Uh, any concerns about that? Any kudos about that? What are your thoughts? Big kudos. Oh, 100%. Uh, I think uh, on many, on many fronts, this, uh, this is something that uh, I think uh, the market needed, uh, regardless of, uh, you know, the, 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 the winds of change around privacy. Um, it just doesn't make sense that, you know, especially with the amount of SDKs that are out there within each app, um, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, I think the first and biggest thing uh, that, that, that is interesting is the fact that an SDK will not necessarily have the same permissions that the parent app has. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make sense. It's kind of crazy that this is how it used to be. Um, and, um, I think it also acknowledges the, um, the, the challenges on the distribution of the SDKs, how SDKs are being integrated by the, the app developers, how much challenges introduced in that process. And also the app stores themselves and, and, and updating and, and, and reviewing every SDK update again and again and again, even though it's pretty much the same SDKs out there across the board, same versions. Um, so definitely, I think that the, that these, these efforts are addressed here in a way that, you know, when you think about the, the tech solution, the SDK uh, the provider, the developer, uh, and even the users, they will not need to update the, the apps as much. I assume they will witness less crashes because it's easier to fix things on go. Overall, uh, big kudos on the change. Um, uh, definitely looking forward to that. It is a different reality. It's pretty interesting. Submit your SDK right to Google, get that approved. There you go. Link it dynamically in your app. Uh, the SDK and the app can be um, updated independently, you know, assuming you don't have uh, functionality that's dependent in any way, shape, or form. Very cool. And sandboxing makes some sense because it's not like we haven't seen some SDKs out there that are bad bad behaviors. <laughs> we've, we've seen some bad guys out there of SDKs and there's been some bad actors that have used that to snoop on what other ad networks are doing and kind of, kind of get, get access to that as well. I think the fact that Google is taking over that, you know, the relationship with those entities as well and, 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 and streamlining that process, uh, puts a lot of, um, I, I think, um, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, the risk of, of doing something like these players have done in the past is just, um, uh, much higher these days, I, I think. Um, and, um, um, it's something that I, I think that the relationship with Google here is critical and how exactly that product will evolve. And, and, and that's a big part of, 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 you know, our participation in Google as well. Um, it's something that, um, also, I think it's a big element of the SDK runtime, which is basically the relationship between the platforms and the tech providers behind those SDKs that all have developers use. Mm -hmm. Big chase. Makes sense. Uh, okay. Uh, final last big topic uh, to hit here is attribution reporting, right? Um, that'll change somewhat significantly. Uh, looks like there will be good data there. There's some interesting ways of doing things in sort of private cloud aggregators, uh, according to, you know, the way Google has it set up. Any concerns there? Any, uh, oh, that looks interesting. 
Um, I think, um, I, first of all, I, uh, you know, big disclaimer, I'm, I still haven't figured out, uh, everything in the documentation. It is, it is, uh, you know, I'm going to pause right there and I'm going to just say, you know what, not everything is figure out, figure outable in that documentation. Right. There, there's a lot there. It's not a hundred percent clear to me. And I've read through in a pretty detailed way, how credit gets assigned to an ad network. It, it, there's some, there's some confusion there, I think. Yeah. Also, I think it's a big difference between, I think it's Canada that are completely two different topics. Um, here it's within the same, you know, within the same, uh, uh, paradigm shift, uh, uh, um, it's, it's packaged within, I think the fact that, uh, GID is completely out the door and, um, you know, the refer mechanism, uh, looks like as well is prob probably going to be relevant here, unless some specific use case that is probably not going to be related to standard uh, measurement. Um, the way, um, I understand it for now is, um, it's not going to be disrupted. Um, there's, there's a lot of, you know, engineering on, on how exactly to connect the dots, uh, which role the, 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 the client, the, the device will play the, the servers, Google servers, the, the MMP servers, the ad, ad platform servers. Uh, but what's interesting here to me is that it's setting, uh, a hundred percent level playing field. That's at least how I read it for now, 100% level, level, um, um, I like the fact that, um, you don't need to invest so much time and, and thought in, in trying to strategize, you know, how to spend the both install conversions mm -hmm. on, on, on a couple of levels. One is that you can pretty much send, um, you know, whatever you want, um, and each platform will only, uh, be able to choose what's, you know, the top, uh, at least for what, what I said, the top three type of events that they care about. Um, which was a huge challenge within, within scan where you were trying to kind of strategize and engineer it to fit everyone. In this case, it's yes. out uh, that it's actually, uh, more about anonymizing it. And also there was, you know, the, 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 you know, naturally I'm comparing between the two, um, but I think the, the, the port where you don't need to strategize about the first 24 hours versus the rest here. I think, <laughs> um, I, I think it just makes it, um, less stressful. <laughs> it's, it makes it, uh, actionable, uh, a hundred percent less disruptive. Um, and you know, it's also, I think it addresses privacy in a way that, you know, not only in how it's actually done, obviously the, the GID being a way. But also I think, uh, the part that, that I, uh, I think is, is, is great there is that 30 days is where, you know, things fell off. Um, and, mm -hmm. um, this different than how today that data is being shared. Um, you know, it's hard to police, uh, you know, from the, from the marketer's perspective, things like the data retention policies, at least those backs from a certain device are being sent for three years. Um. You know, it, 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 it's harder for the app developer to understand uh, where it ended up. And in this case, um, there's a clear cut 30 days. That's it. If you are able to, to, I don't know, try and triangulate something, that signal is, is, is off the table and you lose that user. But again, it's actionable, you know, can, you can build cords, you can, can, uh, theoretically run, uh, day 30 ROS optimizations. 
so definitely uh, this combination of you know uh, user level uh, signals that are anonymized and aggregated that are actionable. Uh, definitely uh, great news, and I definitely hope that scan will will all go around these uh, elements as well. Excellent. Very interesting. Well, Evgeny, I want to thank you for this time. I know it's late for you, so appreciate it. And you had to move because the uh, the video needed to be better and all this stuff. So uh, thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. Thank you, John. Have a good day.